Hello and welcome to Uncaged. This is our special bonus podcast. Just a peek behind the curtains. Our next episode, which is going to be out, we've already recorded and then Disney has dropped all this news. So we're here to discuss it. It's me, Andy Gillard, your main man. Hope everyone's good. Yeah, and Stu, I suppose second in command today, since, <laughs> since Matt's not here. Yes, we've got no Matt because he is checking out last Christmas uh, for Monday's record for the uh, <laughs> the big episode. I watched it again. Have you seen it yet, Stu, last uh, Christmas? Have you watched it since? I'm watching it tonight. You're watching it tonight. Um, I, 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 It doesn't hold up as... as <laughs> that good I, I don't know if it's good or bad it just doesn't hold up either way <laughs> but we're not here to discuss that we are here to discuss the big news that dropped last night from disney they didn't just give us like a teaser of what's going on they proper came out with some the big guns like 50 odd different things were announced last night it was giving us christmas early it was just incredible i was i was sitting there with my mouth just wide open for a mm. good best part of hour and a half two hours yeah i mean obviously we'll get to it but the star wars stuff especially sounds tantalizing to say the least i'm very much looking forward to some of the uh some of the teases they gave us but i think what we're going to do is we're going to follow this article that we found from the verge and it breaks it down into the different elements and it starts with marvel so i think it's probably the best place for us to start really so on Disney Plus, they have series, obviously, WandaVision, The Falcon and The Winter Soldier and Loki. They're all due for release next year. I think WandaVision was already supposed to have been out and Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be out around about now originally, but it got pushed back, didn't it? Yeah, because um, WandaVision was supposed to follow on from Black Widow. But because mm. Black Widow was put back, then the whole slate got moved backwards. So I don't, know, I don't yeah. really know why and how they're going to be if they're even linked or it's just a continuity thing. If there's kind of even a hint to it, because even when I know it's kind of rec, half retcon now that the Agents of Shield doesn't really count, but it kind of does still. <laughs> yeah. But after season two, I think they kind of went their own way. But up until then, mm. if you watch it over here legally. It'd be completely out of sync with the films because yeah. you had the yeah because it, it was months behind, wasn't it? Yeah, and like you had the events of it was leading up to Winter Soldier. Then you had the film came out that week, and then the week after, Agents of Shield was based on what happened in Winter Soldier with Hydra mm. and everything like that. So, from that kind of perspective, then I am thinking, yeah, it must. Well, we know they are linked in some way, but. If one falls, they all fall. So it, we have been yeah. denied it in a way. All I've heard is that it's going to be somehow linked to Doctor Strange. So part of me thinks that WandaVision is probably going to be set in some kind of alternate dimension. Obviously, Vision dies in whichever Avengers film it was. I, I can't even remember the name of it now. So I, I don't. we don't quite have all the details. It doesn't seem quite real, so... I'm quite intrigued to see where they're going to go with it. The, the clues in the name of Endgame, really. It is a little, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> but if you, I mean, I, as we all know, I don't watch trailers for normally for these kind of things. But because it was a teaser, and it, it just looks mental as fuck. The whole thing. I thought, oh, I'm so in on this. So that I'm, after 
I think I lasted 30 seconds and then just shut my eyes. I thought, nope, that's enough. I mean, I'm, I'd be, <laughs> well, let's be honest, I'd be in anyway, but it was like, I had no clue what to expect with this one. So, yeah, very excited for it. Yeah. They've also announced that in late fall 2021, we're getting the Hawkeye series and Hayley Steinfeld, I believe it's pronounced Steinfeld, uh, she's going to be appearing in the series. I'm quite looking forward to that. I thought she was good. She's the kid who was in Bumblebee, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I really enjoyed her in that film. And obviously we talk about it often. I'm not a big fan of the Transformer world, but that was very much the standout of that series. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what she's going to bring to the universe. And it looks like, as with all these things, that they've just spent the same amount on the series rather as they would on the same length of film. And there's no kind of, it's not the red-headed stepchild of the, <laughs> of the main <laughs> body work, is it? It's kind of, it's shot the same. It looks the same. It's got the same mm. same tone and feel, and it just looks well. It's a, it's that infinite pot of Disney money eight that's going to be kind of prevalent in the whole of this talk, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've announced the What If series. It's a, an animated series. Obviously, What If is a Elseworlds title in the comic book world. So it would be What If Ben Grimm didn't turn into the thing. It will be stories with a twist. I'm looking forward to seeing where they're going with that. I, I haven't seen the trailer for it. Did they show any footage last night? Yeah, yeah, and it looks really, really good as well. Um, okay. And they showed, they showed Black Panther as well, which mm. King Tishara, and obviously not being Black Panther, and they showed, I think it was Captain America as a zombie, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll come to it when we mention Black Panther too. But they. Um, and they've got they've got as many voices that they possibly could have got as well for it. So it's not like it's not now the North and the usual crowd just doing the voices oh, of okay. it's Samuel L. Jackson, isn't he? As you'd expect. Oh right. So they're they're proper going yeah. balls to the wall then. Yeah, com- Fantastic. Completely all in on it. Feige also announced three new series, Ironheart set to star Dominique Thorne. Uh, she's gonna be playing Riri Williams, who is the protege of Tony Stark. Armor Wars, which I got to be honest, I know of the book, but I've never read it. It does say that Don Cheadle is going to be starring, so I mean that that that's a get. And Secret Invasion, that's also going to be uh, rumored to be Nick Fury led. That we'll see Samuel L. Jackson reprise his role. I mean, Secret Invasion was a, a decent story in the book, so I'm quite looking forward to to seeing that adaptation on on screen. That was the one that got the biggest reaction of the night on the um, on the stream that I was watching, of the uh, the nerd fr- okay. the nerd freakout. Like, oh, I, I can completely imagine, yeah. But I mean, that, that's a, a big big storyline in that universe, so definitely. I mean, you've got to you got to think, who was? I, mean, I can't even remember his name now. The original War Machine. You, I think that was a bad idea that you turned all this down. Oh yeah, uh, Terence Howard. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Feige offered some casting updates on the already announced Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel. Um, She-Hulk. Nothing. Yeah, She-Hulk. Look who's in She-Hulk. We already knew who she was, but I can't remember her name. Look at who's actually back in She-Wolf, if it says in that article. It doesn't, so She-Hulk. We should... 
just cut this this uh, capture this part and yeah. look at your reaction when you redo it. <laughs> uh, details revealed. He's looking looking with interest the screen. Oh, Tim Roth returning as Abomination. Oh yes, and Mark Ruffalo is going to be in it. Wow, like I really like Tim Roth. I think he's a fantastic actor. Oh wow, I'm really pleased with that. I hope we also get to see some of. Is it the master, the one who, at the end of the film, the ooze falls into his head and his head bubbles? Because obviously that that was a thread that was never picked up. So I do hope that this has some legs and we get to see more of that world. The Incredible Hulk is one of my favourite characters in the Marvel Universe. So the fact he's never been done quite right on screen is is disappointing for me. And it does make you think as well, if they can do this and if they can bring Abomination back and they can do it like they are with Mark Ruffalo, because he's always said he's never going to get his own film because of rights. Maybe the rights are back and we just didn't know. Because how else could be. how else could they be doing this? Especially if it's all going to be on either Disney Plus or well, it'll all be on Disney Plus eventually, mm. anyway, in the films. But yeah. doing a series like this, Universal have got no. In- it is universally not going completely mad. I think it's Universal that makes. Yeah, that rings a bell. Um, so that I mean that that film's vast, never talked about anyway. Mm. Mainly because Hulk doesn't look like Mark Ruffalo in that because it's not him. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that was the one when when it said Tim Roth, I thought, oh, here we go. When this this could, like mm-hmm. you just said, that it could be. I mean, you could spend half half of the first episode just retconning everything that's happened since and mm-hmm. where that stuff went, and oh, so excited. <laughs> that's excellent. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, <laughs> due out in 2022, which is far too long to wait, but excellent. And James Gunn is also working on Volume 3, which is going to be set for release shortly after. So I envision that the Holiday Special will probably be something of a teaser for the, the third volume of the film, I'd imagine. And there's also an I Am Groot series of short films coming. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> but he said that he was um, he was a big fan of the Star Wars holiday special, and that's why he wanted to do this. So they've Brilliant. they've kind of just they've admitted their mistake, got him back, and he's going completely balls deep on doing exactly what he wants to do. <laughs> Kevin Feige confirms that Black Panther two will not recast the late Chadwick Boseman. It's the right decision. Yeah, like it, whoever was going to be put into that role would be given an impossible task. It just makes sense to just pay homage to the man and give us the world that he's left behind, I think. I think that makes a, a better story, personally. Yeah, and there's that film is... I know you don't like it as much as some people do. I mean, I I, I like it. Well, it's not one in my top five best MCU films. It's very, it's mm. very good. Um, it's one of them where that whole world has got a lot going for it, and it would have been... A crying shame if it, they couldn't figure it out somehow. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they're not recasting him, but they're not saying they can't. There's stopping them using body doubles and mm. not, not go all talking on it and, <laughs> and no, no, see you to death. But there's ways around it, and there's they're clever enough to kind of write him out. Mm. And and yeah, I mean, Letitia Wright who plays Shuri, his sister. I think she's a fantastic actress. So I'm hoping. 
I think in the books there was a time when she wore the Black Panther suit. I would not be averse to seeing more Letitia Wright on my my cinema screens. I think she's brilliant. So I'm I'm all for it, and I can't wait to see what Ryan Coogler is going to do coming up. Uh, the third Ant Man film that's been announced as Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Quantum Mania. Okay, <laughs> uh, this is officially in development. Peyton Reed is returning as director. Uh, so it's going to be Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, introducing Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Okay, well, interesting. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that will tie into both WandaVision and Sony, the Sony Marvel hybrid Spider-Man film. Obviously, we got the news on the Spider-Man movie that Doc Ock is going to be back, so we're going to get some more Fred Molina. It's an interesting one. I, I, I did really like him in the, the second Spider-Man, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with that. I mean, I, I do love now that all of them, fil- all five of them other films are now canon. <laughs> it's great, Oh, well, it? maybe, maybe six, maybe seven. So if they, I wonder if they count Venom as well, because it's it's its own thing. Yeah. And then... But it's in the Sony universe, so they should do, surely. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, that, this is the one, the one that... I think we all kind of, when we realised this this madness of uh, revealing our Christmas presents early was going ahead, and I thought, are they going to talk about Spider-Man? And the, the, he kind of hinted at it. Like, you bastard, mm. you bastard. You know this is what we're here for. And, <laughs> yeah, I think, well, the Doctor Strange thing's the only explanation for any of it happening anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah to- absolutely. And the good thing about this, though, so if they're now saying that everything is canon, everything that's gone before, regardless of what studio, are we going to get Nick Cage back as Ghost Rider? <laughs> See, that, that, I hope not, because that was awful. There's, there's your tenuous link while we can we can do this podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, Marvel Studios are also developing a new Fantastic Four movie. Obviously, there's no information. The earliest rumours were always about it being Emily Blunt's husband. And Emily Blunt was supposed to be playing the Invisible Woman. He's a bit... Um... John Krasinski. Of the American office. Yeah, but no, John Krasinski was supposed to be like the, the hot favourite for um, Mr. Incredible and Emily Blunt as uh, the Invisible Woman. I'm never going to complain about seeing Emily Blunt in a film, so I'd be well up for that, to be honest. Or not seen her in this case. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that is the Marvel slate going forward. So Star Wars, which I've got to be honest, some of the stuff you were putting in the group chat last night, like I'd never heard of some of it, and it just <laughs> like mind-blowing. Like I really, really cannot wait. So Disney Plus is getting two new Star Wars shows, both spin-offs of The Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Excellent. It's just like we, we didn't get enough Ahsoka. I like only got that, that teaser of her, but I definitely want to see more. Yeah, me being well now, now you've now you've joined the uh joined the cool crew and watching Clown Wars now. Um <laughs> Yeah. To say I have grown up with Ahsoka, which is kind of true because she was a child in, in Clown Wars. And then you see Right, okay. So you actually see all three stages of it because I mean, she is age appropriate now. That's why the tales can be different size before people all moan again. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, that, 
just when just to making a cameo appearance. Well, what we thought was a cameo appearance was enough, and now she's got her own yeah. show and the Rangers thing. I mean, they've kind of been hinted at in Mandalorian as well already, but mm. that's a, so, no real clue about that one. That's <laughs> the Rangers. Is that the group with Sasha Banks and Katie Sackhoff? Were they the Rangers? No, they were. They were. They were a different. They were just different Mandalorians. That was okay. that was from the Mandalore storyline in the later part of Clown Wars. That they were separate. Okay. Uh, but so uh, as far as I know, anyway, I mean, unless they've chat, it's been a long time since I watched it. But from mm. what how they were describing describing this, they, these were like, like just groups of people, just well, Rangers, I suppose, because including the name as always. But yeah, that one that one's like the the big unknown to me out of all this lot. Okay. We've got Star Wars The Bad Batch, an animated series about the bad batch of clones from the Clone Wars. So who are the bad batch of clones? The clones that are slightly altered. So they're not identical. again, they're not identical. So they've all got Okay. Again, I think this is like series five or six. I don't I, right. I'm gonna just once Christmas is over, I think that's going to be my next project, and just go back and watch them all again. So it's been so mm. it's been years since I watched them all, and now it's relevant and cool. Um, yeah, <laughs> and not just being me being <laughs> laughed at for watching children things. It's yeah, it's again voiced by exactly who you'd expect. Um, mm. but yeah, it was it was kind of the edgy version of Clown Wars, like the the, okay. like the cool kids getting their own show. So. Mm. I'm, right. It came, again, came out of nowhere. I didn't expect this one, but yeah, it, it'll mm. be fun. Okay. Star Wars Andor, and that's going to be starring Diego Luna from Rogue One. I, I want more of everyone from Rogue One. I've got to be perfectly honest. I want more Jyn Erso. I know, obviously, her story has an ending, but like, yeah, the more Rogue One stuff I get, the happier I will be. Yeah, and they, they don't say how how far behind, how much of a prequel this is either, so... Mm. Okay, because he, he in the trailer that they showed, it was just him saying it was a bittersweet moment when they were doing the red carpet, knowing that that was their one and only time with these characters, and that they wouldn't have a chance again. And he said, mm. "But, but Star Wars." <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah. you look at all the sets and everything, and they even say they even mention it there. The ILM people that said that we approaching this the way we do every any film that we make. So we're not scrimping, we're spending the money, we're doing we're doing it mm. properly. It's a film just in a different format. We're getting a Lando animated series, a new event series, sorry, coming to Disney+. Plus. What is an, an event series? Six episodes. So six, six like, um, you know, when 24 came back, 24 Legacy, and it, it was, it, right, it yeah, was yeah. It, an event series because it was only 12 episodes, not 24. Right, okay. So the, it's, they said it, it's effectively six hour-long episodes, so it's two big films in a way. Right. But it's just split okay. up into an hour each. So six episodes, done and dusted. Right. The Acolyte, set in the High Republic era of the franchise. The Acolyte, what, what's that about? That, that's completely new to me, that one. It's, it sounds like KOTOR stuff. It's like before right. before Phantom Menace. Okay, it's, so it's the pre-prequel. Yeah, and it's like Rise of... It's about um, the Jedi at the height of their power and all this kind of stuff. And it's all about... It the the thing they were they carried on saying was power, 
It's all about power. And if you look mm. at the actual logo, it's kind of got a kind of lightning rod through it, the middle of it. So it's all about. Okay. So it, hopefully, it's not going to be about midichlorians, but it's <laughs> um, it's sounds very, very kind of Hobbit to Lord of the Rings kind of. Yeah. Do we need it? No, we don't need any of this. But it's it's no. it's something different that we haven't had other than in games before. So again, not not really said that I've heard anyway when it's set, just that it's set before then. So and the height of the power. A droid story, <laughs> and this is a a new feat. Oh, it's going to feature a new hero alongside R two and three PO. Star Wars Visions, it's an anime anthology series coming to Disney+. And unfortunately, it's not all good news on the TV front. <laughs> Hayden Christensen is returning as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I suppose we have given McGregor the chance to redeem Obi-Wan Kenobi, or his version at least. Not that he needed redeeming because he was easily the best thing in the prequels. Maybe we should forgive and forget Hayden Christensen and give him a chance to clean the shit out of the bed that he left in those films. No. Um, <laughs> ten years after um, Revenge of the Sith, this is. So that's why he's in it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give him a shot. Yeah, fine. Because, again, do they? I'm trying to think, do they meet in Clone Wars and Rebels? I can't think. But... Or it might be one of the things I, I don't think they actually do meet until the very end. It's one, one of them things because I know he says, oh, we meet again, are we one? All this, it's not kind of, there's a lot of scope there for it. As long as he's not going to be in it all the time, I don't see a real problem with it because you want, to be, want it to be a bit, oh, we want to not Darth Vader in every single thing. Yeah. And realistically, we're not going to see his face. So he's not really required. It's just going to be voice work, surely, you'd, you'd imagine. Unless he is. Going to be in. The, I mean, was was he in the suit? I can't. I, don't, I wouldn't have thought so. He was. Yeah. Apparently, he was really annoyed because they weren't going to put him in the suit. <laughs> and he played his face, and they they put him in the suit, and they had to put like lifts because <laughs> obviously Dave Prowse was like six foot six or something, and he's like five eight. R.I.P. Dave Prowse. Yes, R.I.P. I, I quite gutted. I, I didn't realise until like a good week later that that news very sad. Uh, in the Star Wars movie world, Taika Waititi is coming in. <laughs> Excellent. Like I'm fucking delighted with that. We don't have any details, not even a title. We just know that it's Waititi's coming. Excellent. Uh, the one we do have a title for is due out in December 2023, and that is Wonder Woman's Patty Jenkins. She's going to be directing Rogue Squadron. <sighs> Stu, i I know you're a fan of this. I love the games, and this was the this was the big apart from Ahsoka. This was the one that I got very excited about because of that. We've never really seen that kind of part about it of the Star Wars world, where you think oh, it's kind of hinted at, and you got certain certain characters that have got figures made out of them, but the kind of the pilots aspect of it, it's never been talked about and in the video that they showed for this it's got her on a runway and she's talking about her dad being a, a F-16 fighter pilot and all this stuff and, um, and so she grew up with him flying planes above her head and all this kind of thing and that he died in, in service um, and she said that she always wanted to make the greatest um, 
dogfighting film of all time. But she's she's waited for a script and she said they've never been good enough. I said, and now I'll get to make a film of two of my big gloves, Star Wars and dogfighting. <laughs> like, oh, yes. And then she put then she puts a helmet on and walks towards an X-wing on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I do like Patty Jenkins. She just seems a complete badass. Like they could probably couldn't have got a better director to do something like that. And if they give her free reign, all for it, definitely. So that's Star Wars, uh, Disney Animation, and Pixar in the animation world. Raya and the Last Dragon, Big Hero Six. Have you seen that one? Yeah, that they're was... releasing Baymax series. Yeah, that was okay. It was all right. It was that's a... coming early twenty twenty two. It was another one of them around like. Um... I think it was that then Wreck It Ralph, form in that, mm. in the kind of the mid the mid tier before they kind of hit gold again. But yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're decent, they're serviceable films. It's enjoyable enough. Zootopia Plus, a new series based on Zootopia. I've only for some reason I watched the first half of that film. I think I had to go out and then I never finished it off, and I really enjoyed it, and I've just never got round to seeing it. So I'm quite looking. I'm going to have to watch the rest of that bloody film. But I'm quite intrigued to see where the series will go. I wonder if Shakira's going to be in it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, we're getting Tiana, which is based on The Princess and the Frog. That's a film I haven't seen. I know a friend of the podcast, Ash Dolan, is a big fan of that movie. So for him alone, I think he'll probably be the, the main person watching that one. <laughs> we're getting a long-form musical comedy series for Moana. Yes. Like that is just everything I want in a title, <laughs> really. It's a long form musical comedy about Moana. That just ticks all my boxes. Perfect. They just need to get the rock in there. Moana's excellent. And I know yeah. we've said it over and over again. And it's it's the perfect showcase for HDR as well on Disney Plus. It just it looks incredible. It's um, gorgeous, isn't it? And again, if they are carrying this promise through all of these things and it is going to be film grade, bring it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting Encarto, which is a movie set in Colombia with music written by Lynn manuel Miranda. <sighs> yep, yep. That, that's just more of my, my bag completely. And a something called Iwaju, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, original long-form series made in partnership with Kugali Media. I don't know any of those words in that. So. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what it's about because it's Disney and everything else has been exciting. I'm kind of looking forward to that as well. In the Pixar world, the newest Spark Shorts episodes, Burrow, that arrives on Christmas Day. I, I don't know anything about that, but okay. Uh, we're getting Pixar Popcorn, which is going to be short feature, uh, shorts featuring iconic Pixar characters, and that's coming in January. Excellent. Like I, I like when they do these short movies, like they did with all the Toy Stories, the is it the, the Halloween one they did and everything. They're always good fun. So yeah, just, just give us more. That's, that's all we want. Just more of everything. Yeah, especially with things like this because I think it, it's not been really explored properly because Disney Plus is on every every single device you own. But mm. these little ten minute kind of throwaway things. If you're on the bus or something, or you're waiting in a queue or whatever, and you've got it, you phone, you got it on your phone. 
just watch yeah. a ten minute short. It's perfect for it. Yeah. Uh, we get in something called Doug Days, which is a new series based on the dog Doug from Up. <laughs> Excellent. I, I loved Up. <laughs> a Cars series following Lightning McQueen and Mater. Yes. Um, I, I enjoyed the first one. I haven't seen any of the other films, so I've got no real opinion on on that. The second one's not great. Um, the one with okay, it's kind of like a it's a spy film. Um. It's got right, my, okay. it's got Michael Caine as a as an Aston Martin, <laughs> um, and it's it's set in London and it's 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 very odd. But um, the third one's kind of back to its best. But they're a bit that short. They did a little thing called um, Mater's Toon Tales as well years ago, which were these little kind of ten minute kind of throwaway kind of Thomas the Tank Engine level like length like mini films. And they'd put them on between cartoons and stuff. And then the, I've got the, the DVD of it somewhere. Um, but I don't think they're on Disney Plus for whatever reason. But they were, they were great. Uh, we're getting something called Win or Lose. And this is Pixar's first original long-form animated series about a middle school softball team. Pixar movies, we're getting Luca, which is going to be set in Italy about a boy named Luca. I mean... Everything Pixar does has been fun, at least, hasn't it? So I'm sure that, that'll that be no different. That's coming next summer. So, yeah, great stuff. Is that going to be like the um, the one that you keep telling me to watch that I never do? Like Coco? Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> uh, Turning Red. This is a 13-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda when she gets excited. <laughs> I like the sound of that already. It, it, it sounds like a kind of Euro trash tampon advert, though. It does a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and more importantly, we're getting Lightyear, an origin story for Buzz Lightyear, who will be voiced by Chris Evans, <laughs> hitting theatres summer 2022. Yeah, so this one Brilliant. is based on, it's an origin story for the cartoon, for the animated character that the toys are based on. Right, okay. You get your head around that. So that's why it's not voiced by Tim Allen. Is right, it is, okay. It is Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah, it is Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, so, because you know all the, the ones like where Ham's watching this and playing the games of him and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the second one, like that whole thing, it from what I read anyway, it's supposed to have been this whole was like your TV show. And the character right. in the show is what the toys are based on. So the toys are okay. separate from that. So it's all a bit That's odd. That's kind of genius. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, how, yeah, I do like that. How, like when we talked about this before, but, um, was it last week or the week before, about um, franchises that need to be left alone. Mm. You said, yeah, but where can it possibly go? You'd never come up with this. No, not in a million years. And I said Toy Story, but... Yeah, like, yeah, carry on. I want more of it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, other series in the works. We're getting an Ice Age spin-off ser- series starring Simon Pegg. That's a lot of S's in one go. <laughs> I, I haven't seen any of the Ice Age films, but it's starring Simon Pegg, so I'm all in. This is the shocking revelation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know what it is. I just missed them and never Got rent to cash and back up on them. Bit of scrat. That's what you want. He's, he's a little acorn. He's amazing. Okay. 
that means nothing to me, but I'm, I'm sure I'll find out one day. <laughs> Just don't, don't search um, Scrat, whatever you do. You might, you might be spelling yeah, it with somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, Will Smith and Chris Hemsworth are going to be starring in series for National Geographic. Uh, Welcome to Earth follows Smith as he embarks on an awe-inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of planet's most extraordinary, unexplained phenomena. Yeah, that's that's one part of Disney Plus I've never even done. I've never gone to the National Geographic section. I don't know why, because Nat Geo on... It seems a bit too... It's a bit too grown up, isn't it? I suppose. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Nat Geo documentaries and air crash investigation, Mayday for Todd. Mm. Um, is, I mean, I love that stuff. I mean, that's all that used to be on my, my Virgin Planner. It was just all that on there. Virgin Media Planner before we start. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's all my bag. And I just, because I know the Jeff Goldblum things on there as well, eh? and I've just never got rid yeah. to it. Oh, that's fun. I've watched that. That's really good fun. Because he's fucking crazy. And like he's as crazy in real life as most of his characters. So it's brilliant. <laughs> the Chris Hemsworth one is called Limitless. And it's exploring the limits of the human body. I mean, as long as they put the money behind it, I'm more than happy to sit through any of these things. Noah Hawley, who is the showrunner of Fargo and Legion... He is going to be making a series based on the Alien movies for FX and Hulu. No information has been released and there's no date yet. But from what I've seen of Noah Hawley's work, I've really enjoyed it and I expect nothing less than excellent for, for an Alien series. Yeah, and I think this is kind of redemption for Matt and his, uh, his hatred of Prometheus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And the last bit of news it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been renewed for another four years. I cannot tell you any sitcoms that have been running for 18 seasons, especially like we're at the 14th season now, and it is better now than it was at the very beginning of the show. It is truly excellent. And like they're, they're going to hit 20 years, 20 years for a sitcom, a live action sitcom. That's just unheard of. I'm, just fucking so delighted at that news. You look at the other two, they're both South Park and The Simpsons. Not obviously animated, but you are right. You try and think of, I mean, how long did Big Bang Theory go on for? It's, 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 I presume it's finished now, I think it's finished. I think, did it hit 12 years, maybe? I stopped watching after probably season six because he just nosedived. Yeah, I, I, I never, you think it ticks every single box for me, and I never got it. Never got it once. Just, no. It was too broad. Yeah, just, no. Didn't couldn't couldn't warm with it. It's never. And I don't think I even smiled at it. <laughs> I don't know. Hated that much. Um, but yeah, bring it on. But he's got he's got to pay mm. for Rixum somehow. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, and so really, the only last little bit of news that came out: Disney Plus is increasing its price. Uh, it's going up one dollar more as of March 2021, so it's going to be $7.99 per month. I don't know if it's been announced for the English yet, or the British, should I say. I fully expect that to, to follow suit. With everything they're about to be giving us, it's still value for money, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, even if they, they translate that to the year pass as well, that's what, 75 quid, 79? The same. They could just put it the same as what Prime is. 79 yeah. quid, 79 quid for the year and mm. for all this and you got we didn't mention this earlier either with the um 
that Mandalorian, Rangers and Ahsoka are all going to cross paths with each other and um, come together in an mm. event series as well at some point. Oh, a bit... so we're going to get a, a, an Arrowverse crisis style crossover. Yeah. Fantastic. The, uh, the Mandoverse. It's amazing. But yes, they said that they'll, they'll be on at the same time. So I don't know if they'll be on different days of the week and then it's all going to kind of interlink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. And I think Disney Plus has needed this. They've obviously got their base of, of their wealth of films and back catalogue. They needed to push forward and do more of the like, the original series. We've had a couple and they have been good, but I put my subscription on pause so it doesn't automatically renew because I thought, am I going to stick with it? But having seen what they're bringing us next, I I think it's got to be done, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I mean, this is... I think the furthest furthest one out is four years away. And that was... Uh, spare with me. Um, and I thought Lando is before 2025. That's all I said on that one. Okay. Um, yeah. But everything else... Ahsoka, Rangers of the New Republic, before 24... Um, Rogue Squadron's 2023, so there's only three years away. There'll be a film, and then that'll be on Disney Plus as well, permanently. Mm. Um, yeah, but so that we've all, I'll be one as well before 23. So you're all you are looking at something for the next, and there's more Mandalorian as well confirmed, which Excellent. was obviously never in doubt anyway. <laughs> no, they'd be stupid to to pull the plug on that, wouldn't they? I mean, and you you look at the total. I mean, they've got 85 million subscribers worldwide. Or already, and that's without all this new stuff, and without the one that we didn't mention, which is Sister Act Three. Oh, that's not on the list. I know it's Sister a... Act Three. Yeah, in development. Fucking hell! Oh, that's incredible. Is Whoopi coming back? Yeah, she was the one who announced oh, it. Amazing. Oh, and Hocus Pocus Two. And there is one more as well, which should be on the list. A Mighty Ducks series with... Uh, Mighty Ducks? Emilio oh. Estevez. Oh, yes. Oh, that, that's great. Like, it's shaping up to become as good, if not better, than Netflix, which stole such a march on the whole streaming service. That They're fighting back and they're putting some big dollars behind it and it's great to see and it, all the things on there as well is all the things they're just going to be all watched there's not one thing on that on that list that you're going to miss out on whereas not even the stuff i haven't heard of i've got enough trust in pixar to think okay i'll give it a shot yeah i mean you look at when i was on netflix earlier and looking at the uh, in the coming soon section there's mm. uh, those scrolls forever <laughs> just looking at the things to add to my list and i was going through it and i thought when am I going to watch this? Because it's all, it, I mean, fair play to him, it's all new original things and everything, but there's only so much time. Mm. Yeah. And, unless it screams out to you, like Christmas Chronicles 1 or 2, um, then you are looking at things, are you going to prioritise other stuff? And you, there is other things to do <laughs> other, than, mm. other than, <laughs> than just this. So when we have got four years' worth of stuff being announced in one go, like, like last night. And they're all excellent. I think we can manage an extra quid a month. So, yeah, thank you very much for joining us on this Uncaged bonus special. It's been an absolute pleasure to discuss Disney. Uh, make sure you follow us on the Twitter at Cage Fighting Pod. 
at cagefightingpod at gmail.com for all your emails. Make sure you've got us subscribed. And Stu, would you like to say goodbye? The house of mouse owns us all. Goodbye. Yes, I'd like to say we we await the, our next orders from the uh, from our mousy overlords. <laughs> <laughs> right, see you later, and remember, be excellent to each other. Oh, 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 oh,